Get ready? Try! It's Wiggly from We Talk Games and also the voice of Super Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy 1 and Super Meat Boy Forever, which still is not out yet, but should be out by the end of the year. And let's see how much of my voice makes it this time as the announcer, because uh, last time, the original Super Meat Boy, boy, I had a lot of stuff that ended up on the cutting room floor. They just, they got me in last minute. This time, I was in before programming is even finished, and I gave them a lot of stuff. I even gave them some secret extra stuff that no one asked for and probably won't use. (laughs) But I did get to use a lot of my original stuff in the Super Meat Boy um, premiere from uh, James Id. Uh, amazing editor of videos and he made a great um, VHS 90s type of style Super Meat Boy thing on the what are we on? Drop Discord app Q, Q Discord (laughs) that's another My Little Pony reference but back again (laughs) is Kevin WK from The 8-Bit Geek yeah, hey, what's going on everybody? I'm Kevin it's good to be here, it's always great to be black to be back with you guys and And be black and to be black, it's always great to be black except in America, great to be back in black Today, we're going to talk about another should-be-arcade weekly game, and actually, it is an arcade game, but we got around it because it's a TG-16 game, and that's the first place I ever played it, and suck it, stinky. (laughs) No one knows what we're talking about unless you follow We Talk Games, but we're still in some legal shit with Stinky, and that's why we have to do our summer programming, or as it's also known as mid-series programming, which means once mid-series programming is over, then we're halfway through our entire series of We Talk Games, which means that we'll only have another 3,000 episodes to go. (laughs) Yeah, he really, his contracts, you have to really read the fine print on. Well, this is actually... See, I'm I, I'm not allowed to talk about uh, um, ongoing cases, but I maybe I could give a hint. Uh, this one might be leaning our way. Nice, yeah, good. It's so. about time he gets what he deserves. His comeuppance, if you will. Yes, we are allowed to do some arcade weeklies, uh, but uh, this is how we um, work around that. So we're going to talk about 1988's Ninja Spirit by Irem. This is a game mm-hmm. that uh, was on the run sheet years ago, su- suggested by Johnny Capcom. And like I've mentioned before, I was like, ah, Ninja Spirit, everybody's played that for the Turbo Graphics. And what mm-hmm. I don't realize is that everyone's not 52 years old, <laughs> like <laughs> I am. So just because I played this to death on the Turbo Graphics, and I played some of these other games that I don't want to review because I think are too popular, mm-hmm. uh, no one else really knows about these things. Right. Did you ever hear of Ninja Spirit before? I didn't before this, and I was thinking of Dragon Spirit when you initially said it. So I was mm. like, oh, sweet, I get a, I get a shmup. And then I started it, I was like, oh, no, that's not the one. <laughs> no. This used to be called Action Platform when this ah. came out. Now, I guess, what is it called? I would say this Punch is like kick. platformer bullet hell kind of deal. You know, there is a lot of shooting going on, although you're you're a uh, running around ninja guy. Um, yeah. We'll talk about the different types. In fact, we can we can get right into it. So mm-hmm. you are the a ninja, even though you don't look like a ninja. You look like a ronin, uh, you know, a samurai that has mm-hmm. no master. Uh, little bits, little bits. You look like a cross between some type of Chinese ninja, which mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called right now. I think only your boots are ninja. 
<laughs> and maybe that's the some only redeeming. Well, and the weapons you use. Yes. I mean, you're yeah. using like, uh, you know, a, a katana blade. You're using like ninja stars. Yes. So you're this guy, and you're fighting a lot of ninjas and other martial arts type of mm-hmm. enemies. And like every Irem game, except maybe their first few Irem games, like uh, Vigilante. Vigilante mm-hmm. did not have the money shot enemy at the end. Although back then, maybe uh, that was the biggest you could get a sprite enemy. But uh, yeah. this, like our type, you get the money shot boss right at the beginning of this game. Yeah. That's okay, because the other bosses are just as fine. You are the ninja. And once again, he's not wearing a hood. He just uh, has the ponytail and the things like that that you would see in maybe a kung fu movie. Right, right. Yeah. Which is, once again, Chinese. If he was in a karate suit, <sighs> then we would be in Japan. So you're this fella, and you're running from left to right, and sometimes uh, up. Sometimes you go up, and sometimes yeah. you could go different ways. And the interesting thing about this game is your choice of weapons. And you see mm-hmm. four different weapons down below, and they are always available. And they are, as you said, a katana, this enhanced type of sword that has circular energy fields around them. Mm-hmm. So it has a broader hit area, goes over your head and sort of down to your feet. And you can hit your enemies with this uh, energy field around your swords. And you have shurikens. Then you have mm-hmm. these primitive grenades, which are stick grenades, but yeah. sort of have a, a fuse on them. But you don't have to light the fuse. You don't have to do, light the fuse! Yeah, it's not um, like a dynamite. Yeah, yeah. they just blow up and they blow all to hell. And uh, and I'm going to say you have uh, Kasaragami. Kasaragami, I, I don't know what the sickle yeah. on the end of the chain is called. I think Kasaragami is a, is a weighted, pointed piece of metal on the end of a chain but i'll just call it the sickle chain bicycle chain you want to call it that (laughs) that's what it seems like i mean it's definitely it reaches out and hits enemies from afar like especially if you start off the game just using the sword it's a good alternative to that and it can go all the way around your body and has a bigger hit area and it has a very interesting circular motion that you control sort of like a stutter but it feels weird. It feels mm-hmm. odd, that, oh, but in a weird way that I like. It's in an odd way that I like. I like how that, yeah. that weapon feels. I like how every weapon feels, except maybe a shurikens. I'm, you know, I'm blown out on shurikens. I said that was the main thing of this game, but actually the main thing on this game is that you can have babies. And this is where I brought in the babies. Although these aren't <laughs> really babies. They're just your clones. So I yeah. guess in a way they're your babies. But they're your spirit clones, and they are you, and they follow you, and they are the full size of you, and they have your weapons. They do everything that you do. We see shadow people follow you, and you mm-hmm. know you have that extra hit range. But what makes this very interesting is you can stop them in midair as long as you stop moving, and you can stack yourself up so that you're almost full screen because now you're three people almost standing on each other's sh- shoulders or heads. 
Right. To me, that's what makes this game interesting. What do you think makes this game interesting? The bullet hell aspect of it to me, like I love that there's so many enemies on screen that you don't really deal with the slowdown of like retro games where there's a lot of enemies on screen. Mm -hmm. But the the thing I liked about it was like they'll start firing uh, ninja stars or bullets or whatever that comes at you. You can use your weapons to actually deflect that stuff. Or at least stop it, which is nice because, once again, in every bullet hell game, that's the craziest thing is just trying to avoid getting hit by those, especially if you have your extra spirits with you or whatever, your clones. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd be able to deflect so much of the the enemies that are incoming in the game. So I like that a lot. It felt like just a smooth platformer for its its time. Yeah, yeah. Off air, you had mentioned that you felt like it was a Shinobi clone. Yeah, especially in like soundtrack and sound at first, like that mm. first level reminded me exactly of Shinobi's first level, obviously. And then like going on later on, it kind of gets its own feel, but obviously minus the bonus stages of uh, Shinobi and everything, it takes its own later on. But the way it starts off, I immediately thought of Shinobi, mm. not even other of other ninja games or even like the later I play it, the more I kind of think of, um, and this is, this could be crude, but I played it on Nintendo. It was uh, Legend of Kage. Was it? Is there is of a cage? Of course, and that's what I want to mention. This is the legend of Kage to me. This is the spiritual, yeah. <laughs> no, no pun intended and untaken, successor yeah. <laughs> to that because this is made by Iron, not by Taito. Um, yeah. And the uh, legend of Kage, I think, was 85, I think. Yeah, it was and, early in the NES because I remember like that was one of the first games I owned when I was a kid. Yeah. In the arcade, I would drive uh, 55 miles to play that game because it was the closest thing you could feel like flying uh, of anything because there is a stage in here, the second stage, where you leap from tree to tree to tree. Mm-hmm. And in Kage, you could get to the top of the treetops. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, Legend of Kage, I just spend most of the time at first level when you go into trees. That's how much I love Legend of Kage. Uh, I would go maybe once a month because I also got comic books, but then I'd stop over at the Montgomery Mall and they had that in their arcade there. And uh, it was just so cool how high you could jump. And you fought ninjas that were in trees, too. Uh, mm-hmm. And here you fight some more people. You fight, I guess, Raiden type of outfit person where mm-hmm. he has a staff that he throws at you or can use a staff uh, against you. And different types of martial arts guy. And you are yeah. in feudal Japan in this one, no doubt. So let's talk about the money mm-hmm. shot. The iron money shot here. You fight a almost full screen giant six-armed three-headed monster mm-hmm. of mythology looks more hindu to me but yeah um, i saw that too yeah it's not kali it's not a lady it's a dude but he's he got has six, six arms, arms got swords and he shoots lightning bolts at you and energy balls mm-hmm. yeah right out of all, like four of his hands four of his hands are active two of them are just kind of praying right Maybe. I thought they did some other shit, but maybe they are praying for those lightning bolts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could right. be. I think you're right. But, and the other four, it's all just energy balls that and are popping it, out. And he doesn't really move that much. Only his arms move and maybe his mm-hmm. uh, his head goes through palette swaps. Yeah, um, and if you get to him with three, you and two other clones, mm-hmm. you're pretty much good. I mean, it just comes out to grinding it, but I mean, you end up doing pretty well from that. That's pretty much how the whole game goes. Once you start losing your, your ghosts... By the way, your ghosts cannot be killed because they're ghosts. Uh, they can run into enemies and not be hurt. But if you get hit, then you lose one of your ghosts. Yeah. That's how that works. Second stage is the Legend of Kage stage, which, of course, I flipped the fuck out about because I love Legend of Kage. 
<laughs> yeah. Also, your four weapons at the bottom of the screen that we mentioned, number one, they are unlimited. You don't get a limited number of shuriken like you do in Revenge of Shinobi, which I also mm-hmm. love Revenge of Shinobi. And to be honest with you, Revenge of Shinobi definitely fits into the Shibi Arcade Weekly category because uh, the original Shinobi came out. There was also Shinobi 2, Electric Boogaloo. I can't remember what Shinobi 2 was <laughs> called, but you went through uh, like an airport and stuff, and that, w- that was really cool. But once again in there, you, you freaking have to kill dogs. And I, I hate that you have to kill dogs. Yeah. Didn't the, the arcade take that as Shadow Dancer, or was that some completely yeah, that's different? Shadow Dancer. But they never had Revenge of Shinobi, and that was a great one, but maybe because it was a very, very long game. But on the bottom, your weapons... As I said, unlimited, unlimited shuriken. You don't throw one shuriken at a time. You throw a, a cluster of shuriken. Right. Um, and on the screen, they will highlight in blue the weapons that are recommended for that part of the stage. Yeah, they'll flash when you're not using them, too. Right, exactly. Is that how it works? Do they flash when you're using them, or are they blue when you're using them? No, I can't uh, remember. I think they're blue when you're using them. Okay, okay. So, yeah, they're, they're blue to highlight. When it's something that's recommended, it's usually just kind of flashing slowly. That's right, that's right. Now, uh, some of these enemies, you also get these diving white wolves diving mm. from the sky down on you. In this game, you also have the upside down. So you do the upside down here, but in this one, you can stick to the ceiling. So, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, the upside down. In the previous time, we talked about Hanatakataka. You got the upside mm-hmm. down, and the previous time we talked about Hanatakataka, you got two <laughs> babies, except in this time they're your clone babies. Right. But this comes in perfect advantage of what you said earlier, that if you stay in one spot, you can cover three quarters of the screen. And this is the perfect example of it, just because you're standing upside down and they're not. Or yeah, vice it's versa. amazing. It's amazing. A favorite boss in here is the two sliding enchanted cube rocks. Right. Believe it or not. It reminds me of Wayne's World when they're like talking about the gelatinous cube. <laughs> yeah. That eats yeah. villagers. That's exactly what this is. I got to tell you, though, you might think I'm joking to say I like to fight two big blocks of rock, but I really yeah. love these things that are just sliding around the ceiling and the floor trying to squash you. And this game involves a lot of trying to jump between things. Yes. And as you mentioned, Tons of enemies on screen, tons of enemies trying their hardest to murder you. They are not holding back. They also have like unlimited weapons and stuff too. And unlimited spawns too. So you oh can sit gosh. there and just, I mean, you are on a time limit, but you, if, you just, if you just stop and say, hey, I'm going to fight something for a couple minutes. Yeah. They're just going to keep coming. It's not like one of those, like eventually they'll run out. Right. So and that's how Legend that, of Kage was too. That's what it reminded me of Legend of Kage right there. As you mentioned, there is a time limit on each stage and that's good for a quarter muncher. And these stones, they just slide around, and you have to navigate between them, and then you eventually blow them up. There's also this cliff type of area that's like a Legend of Kage, except instead of jumping from tree to tree, you're trying to make your way up this cliff. And there are tiny little ledges, some of them hard to see, some spots of grass, some are just pieces of rock. And I got to tell you, I can't tell you, actually, how many times I fell from the top of that damn thing and could not find a thing to land on. I couldn't move my guy to land on another platform of that cliff. And I just went all the way to bottom and that's uh, pissed me off, but that's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) But when you get to the top of the cliff, another great enemy, the kite ninja. 
And I've seen these kite ninjas in, I don't know what I've seen this type of thing in, but I think it's awesome. It's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just this giant square kite. And this is the king kite ninja because he's in the middle and other mm-hmm. ninjas are all around him. And those are the ones that jump off the kite at you. Right. And it's cool. It just kind of floats around until, obviously, until you beat it. But yeah, it's it was an interesting fight. In the next stage, you get just the single ninjas on kites as regular enemies flying at you. Mm-hmm. This boss pass was merely a preparation. <laughs> Foreshadowing. I love the Michael Bay ending to that boss fight, too. Oh, my like God. It's just a kite, but then it explodes like, yeah. like there was all kinds of fireworks on it or explosives. Every boss blows up. Every yeah. boss blows up into a giant uh, explosion. Now uh, you're in a gas cavern, and this is one of my favorite experiences in the game because you're going through this gas cavern. There's ninjas. There's all different types of things in the cavern, but there's these uh, expanding green gases that can hurt you, and you don't want to go into them. Now, I don't necessarily like that part, but once you get to the end of the cavern, you're not really sure what to do. There's obviously this pit hole, but... Mm-hmm. What's going to happen when I jump in the pit? Do I need to grab onto the wall? Am I waiting for an elevator to come up this pit? Or what? Then you have to take the leap of faith. And you fall down the longest cavern hole I've ever been in in a game. And you're just falling down it and falling down it. And there's Yeah, and you're like, did I make the right decision? (laughs) But you did, because here comes all these ninjas fighting you. And mm-hmm. it just feels so great falling. I Why would you feel good falling? I did. I just love it that you, you fall for freaking ever. And then you land safely on the ground because you are the ninja spirit. Yeah, and you got the shoes for it, you know. <laughs> you do. Covers the shock. <laughs> you do. Uh, one of the other things I want to mention is, uh, I think either karate or some game like that, when you're in the buildings, uh, you're not only fighting people on the same level of the floor of the buildings, and this is a cutaway of the, the sides of the building, which I didn't really mention. But there's also a crawl space underneath where this jackass digs his way up from underground and then tries to stab you with his sword from underneath. Yep, uh, that was like on the first level, I think. First or level. Like second, yeah. Yeah, very first level. And then I think Super he does enough. it later. To be honest with you, I'm ready to get to the end boss unless you have anything mm-hmm. else to talk about. No, that's about fine. I mean, like I said, it's not a very long game, so it's easy to kind of just scroll to this end boss. Very uh, lackluster end boss. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in Irem's wheelhouse because they normally do have interesting end bosses. This guy's hard. He has a lot of shit that comes out of him. Like caterpillar lightning bolts. <laughs> exactly, yes. But all he is is this completely still statue of some levitating hooded goblin uh, that kind of uh, grim reaper type thing yeah i don't really know it looks like it would be on the cover of like an iron maiden album that's true it could be <laughs> it's another eddie, eddie. <laughs> yeah but when you defeat him you get the longest blow up of the game so i guess that was payback for the shortness of the game and lackluster end boss is that he blows up for a really long time yeah, he does. And it gives you like an epileptic seizure afterwards. <laughs> and and if you play it on Turbo Graphics, you got lots of line flicker. Yeah. Now, here is where you have the bizarre Metroid is a woman moment. And I did say Metroid is a woman. I didn't say Samus. So that's so no spoilers. I'm funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the Metroid is a woman moment. After you defeat this boss, you do get the epileptic seizure 
because the whole screen is flashing as our hero drops to his knees in pain and he transforms into Tsukikage. Tsukikage was a man wolf all the time. That is the foreshadowing. I can't remember if I said that. <laughs> Anataka Daka had a fox boy or the boy fox, but this is the man wolf, wolf man. Uh, <laughs> he was a man that turns into a wolf and he runs away as a wolf. He's a white wolf and his pack catches up with him and he's running with his wolf pack. Yeah, then they give you like a little like storyline and everything. Yeah, there's a story about defeating the bad ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> you fight the bad ninjas. But don't worry, more devils will once again emerge to impart wickedness in people's minds. And <laughs> the white wolf Tsukikage will be there to challenge him and them. <laughs> Obviously, the best part of the game is your babies infinite weapons and how you equip the weapons i think mm -hmm. it's a perfect arcade game great length i think the challenge is there depending on the dip switch is set by your but oh we're talking about the tg16 version yeah yeah what are you talking about you have to go to someone's house and play this that's right <laughs> it is a two-player game but it's only one player i think on the tg16 and i don't think and now I'm getting confused because Legend of Kage is an alternating player game. I can't remember remember if you can have two ninjas on screen at the same time in, in this game, in the arcade. I, it would take a lot of processing power to have six of your main characters. So oh, God, yes. I, don't, yeah. I did not play this on MAME. I played it on my TG-16. In fact, I played both <laughs> TG-16 games on my chip system. And nice. one nice thing is that the Ninja Spirit did come to America. And not only that, the cover art is not too bad. They did deviate from the Japanese cover art, but they didn't make it look like a pastel drawing from the son or daughter of the president of NEC America. That's refreshing. And it probably sold a lot. It was a fun game to play. Okay, so I didn't give you two stinkers because it's not Summer of Stink, even though it is should be Summer of Stink. Thankfully, we don't out. have to do those. We're in mid-series programming. We're not doing any gimmicks like that. Okay, man, I got to go do tool work, and I think you have to pack. Yes. Any last words about Ninja Spirit? started off a little slow for me, and like I felt like it was kind of a clone of Shinobi. And later, after that first level, getting more into the game, I realized how kind of different it was. And it was a really fun game to play through. And it, like I said, it was the perfect length for a game of its era and i thought it was really fun to play through it's definitely something i would go back and play so oh wow interesting yeah it's a little sad for me because hanataka daka i think is uh, an incredible game but it's uh, nice to know that you would uh, go through this at least one more time give mm -hmm. it another try nothing hidden in here i don't think there are no bombs but i think there's one thing that clears the screen if you mm. run into it um okay I don't know why I can't remember the freaking games I just played, but uh, I think there is a clear screening, a clear screening. Burr, burr, burr. That's your ninja spirit. It's the spirit of a ninja. Nothing about monkeys. Don't fight any monkeys, just men. And flying wolves. So it's kind of weird that you fought these flying wolves that were dive bombing on you, and then you were a wolf. So that was uh, very surprising to me with that wolf ending. 
Yeah. That kind of came out of nowhere there. Indeed, it is Legend of Kage got married to Ninja from Shinobi Ninja. But that's okay because of the addition of the spirits. Okay, everybody. Hey, check out Kevin WK on Google. Kevin WK, <laughs> the 8-Bit Geek. Google you it. Google, Google We Talk Games. <laughs> Google you it. Google Wiggly. We Talk Games, Wiggly, Trapdoor, or even just Wiggly. But don't bing me. I'm going to say it again. Don't bing me. Hopefully, Dr. Tung Tung will be out of, <laughs> will get out of being a fugitive and be able to sponsor <laughs> us uh, the next time we do a Should Be RK Weekly. Next time I do a Should Be RK Weekly, it's going to be with Nikoban. And we're going to be talking about another game that is once again going to involve babies. Babies. Another part of the foreshadowing of the three, the trilogy of foreshadowing three baby <laughs> triplets. That's it. The foreshadowing triplets. I don't know. Thank you for joining us. Boy, oh boy, am I grateful. Don't forget about the Long Island retro show, Retro Arcade, the LI. Go to wetalkgames.com and, and you can find out because Kyle is promoting that all the time. But it is a Long Island Retro. And you know what? If you Google Long Island Retro Game Show, it'll come up and be there because it is amazing. We'll be there. We'll be putting on a uh, one of these panel things. Uh, nice. We might be putting up paneling. That's because we don't really know what we're going to talk about. Maybe we'll It's a panel of putting up paneling. That's, That's what it is. That might be what happened. We have to bring some uh, you know, different types of paneling, ones with pictures of ducks on it. Yes. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you like us. Bye-bye. Shit, it's my Woo! on the water squat. Skip your journey, moment, camera. Skip, skip, skip. Oh, can ninjas go ramble, 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 ramble,
No me so ni joro a nikka make ni kiss Ay Kami o yuwae mata tsugi no iku sane ik Ay, hiro gere seikai chizu Them ninjas on the mission Jama mono wa yosha na kiru Shinu ikiru kakete liya tozen no gimu Mite me kibu Ay Hito wa saigo lonely Nokosere mono wa oi Ni koushita koto nai kono ishoni Ay, motherfucker you can feel my pain Yoi wa shite na iwake So ya shindame Jao ikakete konai tinkabe Lara chips one here Ichimaru On the water, squat, squat, squat. Your dirty moment, camel. Scrap, scrap, Oh, can ninjas go rapper, 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 rapper? I'm zombie. No more machines. I would have called it. Your Johnny moment, coming. Can we down? You know we going. How did that no mother motherfucking name? That yoke to a new shopping at. Bring a bay, 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 bay. Kiss eight, bitch, you might kill a whale. Kill a whale, kill a whale, kill a whale, kill a whale. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. We're going to the moon, shoot it. No need computer, no Google yet. No need time, got you, nigga, chill on it. Can you get it? You might have hit him. Charged at a witch, you might have tim. It's you might charged at a hit him. It's you might charged at a tim. When we get up, we're going to get it. It's you might, I'm a motherfucking trendsetter. All my shit, very red, never seen a map you Meet your mind, you know, pop, on a bargain get for Cat sorry, yeah, cat sorry, yeah, on a bargain get for Your Johnny moment came with sang of Gajuk Burchin Chero Your keen and gang nam dead or go more gilded or gamma new judo On the water, squat, squat, squat. Your dirty moment, cap. Scrap, scrap, scrap. Oh, can ninjas go rapper, 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 rapper. Never, never, never forget. Bobo and Toke, what's the Luna? Kore sore, tai setsu na no dore. Ira nai mono sute cha o. Iru mono dake ari si awase na no ka moshire nai daro. Hmm, arigatou. Ore wa ore no washi de aruku. Kirei na kutsu. Mata yogoshima kuru. Shurace hazusu. Air Force One. Sore ka boroi compass to omotai ka wa jam de kibun wa rock star. Chewing gum, coming out of the blue hearts. Mo, yari taku nai koto yatteru hima wa ne. Yari taku nai koto yatteru hima wa ne. Teitte tamashi, tashiro janai, kako no hanashi, sun no dasai. Kara mukashi no koto wasure chatta lai. 